welcome back to Reality Graveyard, the podcast that dives deep into the land of dead reality shows. I'm Katie. And I'm Kim. What's going on? Man, I can't believe we're at the reunion already. This has gone by so fast, like in the blink of an eye. It really has. It's kind of crazy. But um, yeah, here we are. Yeah, we're going to be recapping the reunion, and I guess we'll touch on the clip show, though. I don't believe there wasn't that much in there. No, I wrote down, like, maybe three, two, three things (laughs) that I was, like, that I thought might be worth mentioning. Um, There wasn't much. It was just a lot of replaying everything, but that's okay. We'll we'll find the good stuff. I just hate that because it's, like, you think about the clip show from Rock of Love, season one, and you have, like, one of the biggest moments of my life. (laughs) The biggest moment in world history is what happened that fateful day when Brett took Rodeo into the studio and banged on her butt like some bongos. And something happened, you know. Something happened. We got confirmation that it did happen by the VH1 producer that was on the subreddit. So you're right. There's a lot of potential for a clip show. This one fell short. It certainly did. But um, that's okay. Uh, We have a very special cocktail today. Because this is a recommendation from Cindy Rodeo Steedle herself. We took it right off her Twitter account. So it's a it's a drink share, also a rodeo tweet. Yes. Wrote it like a rodeo should. Wrote it like a rodeo should. Peppermint bark mimosa recipe. Um so you know, this episode's gonna come out the last day of November. We're rolling right into December. This will start your December month off right. Yes. Christmas is coming. Yes, it is. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, so give it a shot. So, yeah, we've got Lala. She's really, really good at what she does. I agree. I think she's a perfect reunion host. I don't have any critiques of her. I think she does a good job with what Mm -hmm. she's given. Totally. Um, We are introduced to all the ladies. Um, Now, did you notice that um, Nevea, crazy, heaven, wait, what's her real name? Oh, yeah, she wasn't there. She was not there. And I didn't I think... notice. What's that? I did not notice until you said notice. so. <laughs> I think we felt wronged by Charm School um, because going into it, from what I've heard, uh, is that she really expected it to be something else and she felt unfairly eliminated. So I think there was a little bad blood between oh, her and the show. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, we get a look at everybody. Boots is the only one that's backstage, or Larissa, because I guess she's the big troublemaker and they can't trust her around anybody, which I thought was a little extreme, but maybe they're just... I, I agree. That <laughs> seemed very extreme. Like, she wasn't violent at all the whole reunion. No. And if we're going from, like, the Flavor of Love reunion, like, Buck Wild was also a problem. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Her and her... that. Her and her ugly ass shoes, she did it again at this reunion. They're fucking fugly. I mean, Buckwild's sense of style overall at this time, I don't know what it's like. It's very particular and particularly nauseating. Yeah, I'm just not a fan. I'm sorry. Um, I don't like it. But um, I do have to say that Safari's hair looks really nice. Um, Oh my gosh. Love what she did with it. What an upgrade. Like, seeing mm-hmm. that now, I'm like, no. Those bangs were a disservice to her. Yeah. This color worked so well for her. She looked great. She's I glowing. Agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, so after they kind of go through all the ladies, they bring Monique out. Yep. And then I feel like right away, we move into Shatar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, we do. 
Um, you know, they had to. How could they not? You know. Yeah, yeah. Let's I bring like up the you price. Who has the price to pay? What the fuck? <laughs> it's not right at all. The bell of the ball is what the it meant to say. The bell of the ball. The bell of the ball. So and they so they that. talk about her event at the winery, and they replay those clips. I almost forgot that she fell right out the limo. <laughs> and I think he said, it's a little trippy. <laughs> the guy that helped her, I forget his name, Andrew Firestone. How could you forget Mr. Firestone? I remember I did it, because I thought, I remember it right away. <laughs> Lala asks her how it went, I guess, and she says all this stuff about how she will conduct herself with grace and elegance. And it was a rocky start, but she had a handsome knight in shining armor to help her, Mr. Firestone. <laughs> she says, as a descendant of royalty, which she said before, and I do believe that. <laughs> you do? <laughs> I do believe she's a descendant of royalty. I mean, you know, she acts pretty royal, if you ask me. I think so. But, um... Then Lala's like, okay, Monique, what do you think? And Monique is like, not feeling it. She says mm-hmm. that you're playing a character and you stay in all the time and people are laughing at you, not with you. And she's like, once you get out of a character, then you'll see growth. Mm. She is very like, I go back and forth with my thoughts on Monique. Um, Me too. There's, I can't remember what it is, but when it comes up, I'll remember. There's one moment where I'm like, uh, I don't know about you, girl. Um, yes. But then there's other moments where, like, wow, she's really inspirational. <laughs> You're right. I mean, I guess, you know, we're only human. But it's funny because Shatara right away is like, well, I'm the only lady on the show that did not take her clothes off and did not sleep with anyone. It didn't use the mm. F word, the word, every other word. Yeah. Um, a lot of parents thank me for that. <laughs> yeah, she did say that. Um, and then I think immediately, is it? Becky that gets pissed off because she's like, well, wait a minute. I didn't sleep with anybody. Why are you saying that we all did? Mm-hmm. And then Crystal jumps in and she's like, well, I curse and stuff, but you're a thief, so what's worse? And she mm-hmm. like, well, every kid in school plays pranks. And then uh, Monique gets mad. She's <laughs> really fucking mad. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna get through this show respecting each other. She's got her mad girl voice on. She does have the mad girl voice, and it is scary. And I, like, if she's my teacher, I'd be like, yes, ma'am. Like, mm-hmm. no more of that. Guys, come on. She's right. <laughs> but that's kind of, like, her biggest thing, this this whole reunion, is that she wants everybody to treat others with respect and not to degrade each other. Like, she really right. wants America to see them as improved. I think that's what it is, is she's like, no, this this was real, this was serious, I did a good mm-hmm. job with these ladies, and don't you dare act up, because now everyone's going to think that it was just a joke, yeah. or something like that, yeah. it seems like that's part of it for her. Totally. So, we get a commercial break, and then we come back, oh, this is what I was talking about, um, they bring Courtney up. Um, yes. <clears throat> this is weird. So, I guess Courtney was doing stand-up. And she made a joke about Monique, and that was apparently not allowed. Apparently, you can't make yeah. jokes about Monique. This is like... But she's a comedian. <laughs> okay. Right. And I tried to find, like, what the joke was, and what I found online was that, I don't know if this is confirmed or not, but some people said that it was a joke about Monique's arms, like, being big. Um, 
And it looked like in this sense, Monique was trying to frame it as like, well, you made a joke about me. That's why I didn't take you on tour. Yeah. But when I watched, I watched a little bit of the Talk of Love interview with Goldie. And uh, it sounds like Goldie was initially ghosted by Monique's people. Mm. And then it's, it sounded like this was a, then she kind of made the joke about her, but it was just a petty joke. Like it wasn't a big deal. Right. Um, but Courtney was like, oh, she doesn't owe me anything. Like she doesn't seem to hold any bad blood at all. But I don't know. I feel like, I feel like Monique did not come off looking well at this scenario. No, it's. Yeah, that's what it totally came off as is like, oh, you made a joke about me? Well, fuck you. You don't deserve to go on tour with me. Which, and yeah, I, I kind of, I mean, like, I'm glad we have some of that background because that doesn't surprise me if they ghosted her. Like, that's just like, why even promise it, you know, just to look good, yeah. I guess? And I think that's what it was, just to look good. And it's, hmm. and it's kind of fucked up i mean it's really fucked up if she wasn't actually going to follow through with that or if one little joke made her not follow through with it yeah that's stupid that that was the thing i was like i don't know about you monique that's kind of annoying and messed up yeah i don't know but um yeah monique's like well you know you're just starting out and like you'll learn and stuff like that and i don't think I mean, Goldie, Courtney doesn't seem like she holds any bad blood. Like, she's just like, my bad. And they hug it out and stuff. Yeah. But mm, it doesn't sit right with me because I really do think mm-hmm. that, that Courtney's like a good person. Yeah, it didn't sit right with me either. Um, but after that, they move on um, to Brooke. No. This is... The horror It's like, okay, I'm sorry. But if if... I thought that... It couldn't get any worse with her, but it gets fucking worse because the shit that she says is like fucking so stupid. (laughs) So stupid. I know. She said some fucked up shit. Where do you begin? They bring her out and, you know, she says she's really upset because she only made out with a couple guys and she doesn't think that was, oh, she shouldn't be called a whore. She was more flirtatious, she says. And then Monique's like, okay, but what happens when you have children? Beans. And they have children. <laughs> and they watch this and cry, mommy, is that cool for me to do? Because I want to have some dark liquor and have them grind on me. Um, <laughs> Can you show me how you did the ice sculpture? <laughs> I think all she says is, all I'm saying is there's a big difference between kissing and sex. Yes. And then Monique's like, okay, but you didn't answer the question. Like, what mm-hmm. are your grandparents going to think? And then she has this quote. <sighs> Where she said, you want to say it? You go, you go. (laughs) As far as I'm concerned, for blonde, white, blue-eyed girls, that is flirting. I was, I like, I had to go back. I was like, what is she saying? Did she say that? She fucking said that. Like, what is the point of this? What is she trying to say? Um, Blonde, white, blue-eyed girls. Everybody's confused. Safari pipes in and she's like, wait. Are you saying that blonde, white, blue-eyed girls can be a hoe or something like that? Like, what are you She's saying? Like, no, I'm talking about culture. Like, I just oh noticed that black women are more conservative oh than white women, and it's she like, just, what? She just makes it worse. She's just digging that hole further and further. Like, she is so fucking—I don't even know—clueless. She is so clueless. Yeah, she says she said that black women don't put themselves out there like white women. What? It's like, I, I think it's because 
I think what you're getting to is that you have the privilege to act like that and not get completely vilified. So you think it's okay because you haven't gotten vilified in the way maybe a black woman get vilified for acting the way you did. I, I mean, I would hope that she's at least trying to make some point that's good. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think she's aware of that point, but no. she's kind of making it an accident. Yeah. Um, but then she's say, trying to say like, well, Becky... Becky did it too, see? We're both white. But she's not blonde. So your point is little. No, I'm just kidding. But you know, she's just, ugh. And honestly, like the blue-eyed blonde hair thing was like taking it a step further into like Nazi territory. Yeah, it's like, why did you have to do that? Just say like white girls if you're going to make it about a cultural race thing. Right. Now you're making it about like Aryan. (laughs) Nazi bitch. Go go hang out with Tila Tequila, okay? Yes, seriously, y'all would probably get along very well. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um Yeah, so uh I guess, you know, Monique ends it just kinda saying, like, you know, if you're proud of what you did, that's fine. Like you can watch her this walk off the stage holding her head high, but she says something about like how when you're in your bed and those four lo- walls are closing in on you, that's when it matters. <laughs> That's some dark shit. Yeah, but I don't think that she even, like, heard that. Because she's, like, up and hugging her, and then her tits are almost falling out, and she's just, you know. Monique's like, don't let them, I don't want them on my shoulders. (laughs) Ew. That's, like, the last thing I would ever want is pumpkin's titties on my shoulder. Nipple girl. Nipple girl. Nipple and lip. Um, But, yeah, we move on from that. That was a big yikes. Um, Big yikes. And then we head over to Safari's story. Yes. um, We see her whole journey again. And um, again, her hair just looks so much better. She's like glowing when she comes up on stage. Mm -hmm. Um, She talks about what she's up to now, how she can't even like do hair anymore because of the shop. Everyone just wants to come in and talk to her about the show. Um, But yeah, it's nice to see that she's doing well. And she, I think then Monique talks about, like um how proud she is of her and like how there was this moment where the cameras weren't rolling where she said i'm gonna make you really proud and monique's like no it's about making yourself proud." <laughs> yes exactly um and just how good of she, she was an example of charm school when she gave everything she had to the thrift shop everything and- you got everything you got <laughs> i just watched that movie sorry it's oh never- i want to rewatch it a good one mm-hmm. um and then let's see so safari then is like well to monique she's like god put you at charm school for a reason she's like you know you're a comedian because you've been through tragedy and she's like i know the reason you're funny is because you have a heart of gold and it was just a really sweet moment mm-hmm. it's nice to hear it was and then we find out that she did some stuff with her money like started a lip chap pro- product line um mm-hmm. And she wants to get, like, a wig company going to help people with alopecia and cancer. And she also put a down payment on her condo, on a condo. So she's, like, she's doing work. I'm glad that she did that because rather than just, like, buying a house, it's like, okay, well, then now what? You know, like. Yeah. So it's I cool. feel like she did everything, like, the right way. Like, she first invested in a place to live, and then she invested mm-hmm. in a business, and then she's also wanting to do this good cause. It's like, what more could you ask from yeah. this woman? That's, like, perfect. That's amazing. And I know you can still buy her lip chap, because I, I think even, like, 
more recently she was posting about it. Yeah, that's right. So that's awesome. Um, after that, you know, Monique just says, keep it up. And then we talk to Laylene. Yes. <clears throat> so she gets up there and a lot of people clap for her. It seems like a lot of people like her. Mm-hmm. And um, Lola asks what she's been up to, and she says she's got a new management. She went to red carpet events. She's got a booking agent. Mm-hmm. And I hope you notice the shot of Brooke in the audience. Oh, yeah. Who looks Because she's jealous of her. She wants, yeah. she wishes she was Laylene. Yeah. she. I, think, I really think she does. And, like, the fact that, I mean, I don't think Brooke should be slut-shamed, but the way she's slut shaming, she has slut shamed Laylene mm-hmm. for being a dancer. It's like, girl, look at yourself like, in the mirror, bitch. Yeah. You can't like tear someone down for something you're being torn down for yeah. and ask for like, you know, to be treated fairly. Yeah. No, that's not how it works. Sorry. No. Go pick up beans. And Go pick up beans from school. And get out of here. <laughs> <sighs> what kind of snack do you think that she prepares for beans after school and don't say bacon because yes that was his thing and even stevens but i don't see her making that for him no that's why he goes so crazy for it elsewhere because he doesn't mm-hmm. get it at home and i think what he's getting at home is like <laughs> she probably doesn't even cook actually no he's probably popping like a easy mac in the microwave yeah. but like it doesn't really turn out good because like you know he can't add milk because there's <laughs> nothing milk in the fridge oh yeah. my god this is dark <laughs> Yeah, something like that, or like I don't know, some like stale, some like stale chip crumbs he found. <laughs> some expired yogurts. <laughs> something like that. He's not yeah, working yeah. with something great, you know. That's you're right. That's why he's always at the Stevens residence. Oh my god! You know, but gosh. I bet that house has a lot of little Debbie treats. That's probably true. There's probably, like, a lot of those. Um, but not any of the good ones, like, all the ones that, like, you don't want, you know? Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I want all of them, but there's some I want less than others. <laughs> exactly. I can't even think, I don't remember, a, I can't think of a single one right now. Like a snowball? Oh, yeah. Isn't that, um... In Zombieland? That's right, yeah. Yeah. There was a truck full of them. <laughs> Now, can I ask what your favorite little Debbie snack is? Is that appropriate in this situation? Sure. Can I ask you that? Um, I don't know, though. Oh. Maybe, oh, wait, are zebra cakes little Debbie? Yeah, those are my favorite. I think they were my favorite, too. And I guess they're a solid choice. I think I'm going to stick with that. Those are definitely my favorite. Um, mm-hmm. I think Nutty Buddy Bars, is that what they're called, are also a solid choice. <laughs> in the buddy because of someone that calls him that but i think he's not in the real name i think it's just nutty bars or maybe it is <laughs> nutty buddy. i don't know anyway <laughs> let us know guys your favorite little debbie snack <laughs> maybe we should uh, pass little debbie oh snack god <laughs> okay um <clears throat> no i have to say courtney does make a joke that i don't think landed very well when she's like i know you don't strip anymore but can you show me some stripper moves yeah i was like dude <laughs> maybe monique shouldn't take you on tour <laughs> if that's your big joke like you i mean who knows maybe she told some more jokes and that was the only one that they showed but girl that was not good <laughs> that wasn't very funny but we took it very well um 
And then um, Monique kind of brings up the attack that I think Larissa said about her mothering skills, Lillian's mothering skills. And then she's like, you know, you putting your pride aside to feed your babies like that. They'll watch us. They'll be so proud of you. And she said, Mm -hmm. because of that, I want you to have $10,000. I was like, wow. Um, I mean, I was happy about that because, you know, she has kids to feed and stuff. So it's like nice that she got a little something. I agree. But I, I hope agree. it's real and not just for the show. Yeah, we'll <laughs> see if that actually happened. Who knows? But again, there's a shot of Brooke in the audience just looking fucking miserable. Yes. After she gets that cash, Brooke is like just fuming inside. She's fuming. <laughs> she could have bought beans, some little Debbie treats, the good kinds, the good ones. Yeah, with that money. Good one. <laughs> Well, oh, she's she's got a lot of off-brand stuff too, you know. Oh yeah, like the off-brand Rice Krispies. I mean, Walmart's her her place. That's where, that's where she she does like to be there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Let's see. Time Should we for... play my special pass now, or yeah, sure, we could. Mary Smash Pass. Okay. Um, guys, I <laughs> kind of just, you know, was like, you know, what would happen if we did a Mary Smash Pass SpongeBob edition? Um, you know, it was probably, yeah, it was probably my favorite show, kids show mm-hmm. growing up. I mean, I think I've talked about how I used to be decked out in SpongeBob merch. Um, oh, yeah. But, yeah, so um, I think we're going to do Spongebob, Patrick, and Squidward. Um, I honestly have no idea what I'm going to do. <laughs> no idea. Like, not a clue. Like, and I mean, I have been attracted to cartoons before, but I'm not attracted to any of these cartoons. Well, I mean, you, you're working with, like, see, sp- well, first of all, Sponge. <laughs> and then a some, like... Starfish. A fat-ass starfish. And he's and also, a- like very slow <laughs> <laughs> that does not um bode well for this for this choice Mm-mm. um okay so do you want me to go first yes okay as you're, as you're the super fan let's see what happens here oh gosh okay so i mean and that's this is one thing too it's like well so you like you kind of question their sexuality you know there's certain episodes that make you wonder about spongebob and squidward um, and you know, Patrick too, maybe, um, <laughs> you know, it's just like, what's going on under that, you know, in Bikini Bottom? Um, I don't know, uh, but I'm going to have to just like throw that out the window for now because I don't, mm-hmm. you know, what can you do? Um, also the fact that he's a sponge and we've got a starfish and I guess a squid, uh, I'm not attracted to a squid like I feel like I'm like the least attracted to a squid out of a sponge starfish. <laughs> so I think right away I'm gonna have to pass on Squidward. Also, like, okay, like I understand his what he wants to do. He just wants to be left alone. Like I get that, yeah. but at the same time he's kind of like a buzzkill. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna pass on Squidward. Um, oh my god. <laughs> I guess now this is gonna be weird. Well, I guess this whole thing is weird, but you know, I'm trying to think. You know, SpongeBob. I kind of like his setup. Um, he's also got a pet snail, Gary. 
I think I'm going to marry Spongebob <laughs> and smash Patrick oh my God. <laughs> under that rock. We're going to get it on. Um, <laughs> and that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> wow. 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 Okay. That's <laughs> interesting. Okay. Let's see here. Um, I think I'm also going to marry Spongebob. He does have a nice setup compared to Patrick. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that pineapple, it's kind, it's got, you know, it's got everything it needs. And yes. you're right, Gary is a plus. It's nice to have a pet. Mm-hmm. And he's a cook. And me being married to a cook, it's mm. it's got a lot of perks. So I kind of want to continue mm-hmm. that perks. Perk uh, by um, <laughs> marrying SpongeBob. Um, both Patrick and Squidward are very undesirable in my opinion. I'm trying to think of myself as like, sandy cheeks in this scenario sort of like you know i'm in their world right like yeah. i'm not like a human I'm but you know in just, their world just think about and this might sway your decision or me like one way or another very dramatically but remember when patrick was wearing those boots he has some oh. sex appeal <laughs> you know what Right, and he's got some moves, and kind of initially that's what I'm thinking, like, Patrick is very slow, very dull, um, not the smartest crayon in the box, brightest crayon in the box, whatever the saying is, but um, he does have some moves, you're right, and I think both him and Squidward would have the same le- level of, like, mm. uh, motivation when it comes to the bedroom, so, but those boots, <laughs> you're right, I'm gonna pick Patrick, I want him in fishnet, though. <laughs> I'm gonna pack up Squidward. All right, fair enough. So, and it's time to talk about the picture, the photograph. Look at this photograph. <laughs> Every, Every time, time I, I do, it makes, makes me laugh. What does he say? How our eyes get so red, and what the hell is on Joey's? Who's Joey? Joey's head. Okay, uh, I don't know who Joey is, but he does say Kim's the first girl I kissed. I know, I know that you love that song for the first <laughs> You know, I want to talk, I want to know, like, what happened? Like, why did everybody turn on Nickelback? Are they really that bad? Like, in the grand I, scheme of music, I don't think they're that bad. What happened? I don't happened? think they're that bad either. Um, what's that song that's like, at the bottom of every bottle? How you remind me. That's a banger. I think so, too. I'm going to stick to that, okay? I'm sorry. That's a great song. Because it's like, you know, you think about the time frame, too. It's like, you know, early 2000s, like, just vibing with some Nickelback as a child. I'm okay with those memories. That's so wrong. I'm sorry. That's so wrong. I don't think so. Okay, if Avril Lavigne saw something in Chad Kroger, they think... Oh, my God. Wait, did they get divorced? I don't know what happened with them. I forgot. And his name is... Hey, I love Kroger. I like Kroger. Kroger is like the bomb. I love Kroger. It's a great grocery store. Shop there for all my needs. (laughs) So anyway, they're talking about the photograph. The Joey's head photograph. And um, they start with bringing Shay up after they kind of go through and show us everything that happened. I have to say, I I love Shay's look today. Um, I, I like agree. her dress. Might She's be my favorite look of the show, the reunion. I agree. That green looks so good on her. Um, <clears throat> her hair looks great. It's a winning look. Mm-hmm. Now, they did put Monique backstage for this, too, right? Yeah, I think just so we could get that dramatic moment later, which was weird. 
Yeah, it was um, fucking weird. We'll talk about that. Um, but, you know, Shay, uh, she talks about what happened, and um, I think she, oh, they bring up Becky, too, right? Yes. And I guess Shay was surprised that Becky was the one that was like, let's team up on Shay and get her out of here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Becky kind of is just like, yeah, I'm kind of upset with how things went down, but you might have done the same thing if you're in my position. She's like, I hope we can still be cool. And then she's also like, you're a lady, so we can sit up here and be cool and not fight each other. Mm-hmm. And I think they mm-hmm. hug it out. They do. And then Becky leaves the stage, and we get a shot of those shoes, and they are just, uh-oh. <laughs> uh-go. Like, they're, yes. they're like kitten heels, but they're like, uh, I can't even begin to describe, like, uh, I'm sorry. I just hate them. I hate them so much. But at least, she, at least she kept them all, kept them on her feet this time. She did. She's learning. She's learning. <laughs> um. So then they talk about Larissa, and then they bring her up on the on the screen because she's backstage. It's so weird. So weird and overly dramatic. Mm-hmm. I guess she is talking about how she didn't like. How Larissa was like not on her side when shit hit the fan and kind of acted like she didn't know and mm-hmm. let Shay took take the fall and stuff. So yeah, like you said, they bring her on the screen and Larissa calls they her kind of fake. Just... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, no. They just kind of go at it for a little mm-hmm. bit where Shay's like, okay, New York, okay, New York, you want to be New York now? And they're just kind of yelling at each other. Mm-hmm. And then um, Lala's like, can you come out here and it just be peaceful? And they agree to be peaceful, so they bring her out. Mm-hmm. So they're sitting in their chairs, and um, Lala's like, so how does it feel to be sitting down together? And they're both like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> I think so. It's like nothing to feel. <laughs> yeah, and Lala's like, geez, I was just asking, guys. I'm like, damn. Um, and then I think Larissa brings, like, Safari into it. She's like, well, if you didn't go to the bathroom with Shay, like, none of this shit would have happened. Mm. And they continue to argue, and then we see Monique coming out slowly. She's, like, stalking them yes. like a predator. And yes. I even think that they had some, like, weird music a little bit, like, uh, amongst their arguments. Like, she was she was coming in there to do like, something. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, kind of like Jaws. Um, but then she, you know, she gets up in there, and she, what does she say? What does she do? She's like, it breaks my heart to see two beautiful black women sit up here and degrade and demean and disrespect each other. And she says to Larissa, like, your mother is, like, right in the front row here seeing you act like this, and it breaks my heart. You get a shot of her mother. Um, We see her more later, and I'm just wondering, like, (laughs) her hair is so red. I was surprised. It's very red. It's lacy red. (laughs) It is. Um, But anyway, she... Monique starts to... Well, Larissa talks back to Monique, and then Monique gets in Larissa's face, and then Larissa's mom gets up there, and it's just like, whoa, guys, we gotta settle down here. (laughs) Okay, it was kind of funny, because, like, Monique did step to Larissa, like, all tough. She did. I was like, whoa, is she gonna hit her? (laughs) It's gonna happen. And then when Larissa's mom comes up there, I think there were some other people that got up there, too, from the audience, mm-hmm. and she kind of just like backs down pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, she's but like, her, oh, her shit. mom is like, "You never encourage her the whole show." Like at Monique, like yelling at Monique basically for like not treating her daughter fairly. 
Mm. What do you think about that? I mean, I mean, I could see how any mother would be like defensive of their child. And like, I mean, the whole, I think the whole setup with the reunion would piss me off as a mom to see like how Larissa was backstage. Cause she's just like this crazy woman who knows mm-hmm. what she's going to do. I think that was definitely overly dramatic. Yeah. And she was never violent with anyone on the clip on um, charm school. Was she? No. I mean, she just was very loud with arguments and, you know, yeah. but I, she didn't actually like hit anyone. I mean, I don't remember if she tried to like her and Lee's flight might've gotten a little crazy, but oh, I mean, yeah. there wasn't any That's right. uh, physical stuff, yeah. but what did you think of it though? When her mom went up there and was talking to Monique like that? Well, I think also that just like that, like you said, it just kind of like reset Monique and like maybe reminded her like what she's supposed to be doing right now. Like <laughs> not getting involved in the fight, but stopping it. Um, yeah. So then she starts to say that, oh, I stepped up to you. It was out of love. Um, yeah. She was like a, like a acting like a mom or something like okay. that. And she does apologize to mm-hmm. Larissa for stepping up to her like that. And Larissa's like, well, it doesn't matter what you say because you're just playing a game and you just want to check. Mm, she might be onto <laughs> something. She might actually be onto something. Um, but then Monique's like, you know, A Flavor of Love was like the number one show in America. And she's like, is this who we are? Like, look at all these beautiful women. And she says, you know, we got to make an- – you know, she says, Harriet Tubman, we got to make her proud. <laughs> your mother yeah. proud, your grandmother proud. And it's like, well, these are just women being themselves. Like, you don't have to put all that pressure on them, right? Yeah, she is putting a lot of pressure on them. And it's like, I, I think you're, you're right. It's like she wanted people to think that her charm school thing, like, really did, like, change them all so dramatically. And, you know, like, they're different women now. And I don't know. And they're still all so fucking young, too. Yeah. Like, they're in the early twenties. Yeah, I mean, Pumpkin's twenty-one. Like, oh god, yeah, right. Twenty-one, on my ass. <laughs> She's got beans in a baby seat already. She's past that. <laughs> She's past that. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like that's just a little too much pressure. Like they're still growing, they're still yeah. learning. Like just go a little easier on them. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, but I mean, I. Th- think we kind of wrap it up because basically she kind of gets Larissa to like calm down and uh, see what she's saying I guess and Shay apologizes to America and to Larissa mm-hmm. um, I don't remember what does Larissa say in the end does she say something she seems like she's really like ugh, like not wanting to. Yeah, I don't even. I don't think she even really said. I mean, I didn't. I think she was sort of just like listening because even yeah. as they're like wrapping up, Monique is still like talking to Larissa. Oh, that's right. Because Lala's like, we gotta end this, but they're gonna keep talking. <laughs> and I'm like, well, okay, I guess I'll just forget about this and not worry about what you guys are talking about now. <laughs> um. So I actually watched a little bit of Larissa's interview with Talk of Love as well, just because mm-hmm. I know she talked a lot about Charm School. And um, uh, she says that she actually tried to leave the show, but they made her reshoot that whole elimination ceremony with Monique. Oh, interesting. So, I mean, I don't know about that, but um, Lacey was very much on her side. Lacey said she was really put off 
by Monique and that she was really holier than thou and everything. And just like, they talked about their reunion and how her mom came up and how, you know, Monique backed down so quickly and just, so it, it seems like Larissa is still very much mm. does not like Monique and is not happy with how everything went. Yeah. Eh, I mean, it's unfortunate, but yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I mean, going on to the clip show, like, literally, I just had a couple things. <laughs> it wasn't even the clip show. They call it, the, like, a recap. And that's basically it what is, it was. It is a recap. They're doing our job for us. Yeah. Um, I don't, what was the first thing you had? I had them melting the pan at the campfire. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. Because when they went to their little campsite, um, Safari and Dara were still, were still hungry after what they ate whatever. So they tried to cook a steak on the campfire with a stick and they put it in a pot. And then the pot melted. It did. Like a big chunk of it was just like gone. <laughs> yes. It's like, okay, it's not even that funny. <laughs> yeah, actually, no, I'm saying it. Yeah, that wasn't that funny. <laughs> The other thing was when Pumpkin was peeing on the bus, and I was just, oh like, my God. disturbed by her. Shane! Sorry. Ew. Oh, because he would pee in bottles and stuff? Is that what you're getting at? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, this was so Pumpkin to not want to wait. I know it's really, really hard to hold it, but to get a water bottle well, and, like, you know, she, she went by Courtney. Yeah. She had a baby, so I think it's harder to hold your pee after that. Oh, it could be wrong. Beans. So. <laughs> she had beans, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, such a true. dumb joke, but I'm going to keep going with it. <laughs> no, it is harder for, you know, once you have give birth, it's a little harder from what I hear, from what I understand. <laughs> um, but she definitely peed all over that floor. There's no way she got it all in the bottle. Yeah, and like seeing her face scared me during it because she was like <laughs> thinking she was so funny while she's doing this. She was pleased with herself, mm-hmm. totally. Um, other than that, I mean, there wasn't really much. That's like, those are the it. two highlights. Yeah. <laughs> a melted pan and pumpkin pissing in a bus. Like, you know it's bad when those are the only two things we could talk about. It was literally just like, like a sprinkle of unseen footage just with all the stuff that yeah. happened so far. So, oh well, but... um. That's about it, guys. We will be starting Rock of Love Charm School Hell next, yeah, man. Which I'm really excited about. We're so gonna, stay tuned. Yeah. We're going to be partying with rodeo, guys. Join us next week. <laughs> can't wait to get back to my rodeo. Hell yeah. All I right. missed her on my screen. Yeah, I know. I do too. But um, stay tuned, guys. We'll see you next week. Um, happy end of November. <laughs> Here comes Christmas. Hold on to your, hold on to your beans. <laughs> hold your what? Boobs? Beans. Even though oh. he's not your son. He's Pumpkin's son. Well, he needs, he needs help. I'll hold on to him. <laughs> mom's peeing in bottles. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>